welcome to the Treks and Sci-Fi Podcast. Uh, it is me, Chris. And... And me, Jen. That's right. <laughs> we, 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 we always have a trouble with that. We do. What is the deal with our intros? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm making a funny. Oh, sorry. You're making a joke. Yeah, you ruined it. Thanks. What's the deal with our intros is we're terrible at them. Yeah, even when we plan them, we're not good at them. And it's, and it's even worse when we have Joe. So... <laughs> So anyway, guys, um, we are covering today, we are covering the Elder Scrolls series. Maybe not the whole series in depth, that's for sure. It's uh, Now, if you go to ElderScrolls.com, you can see that uh, it has now been 20 years since the Elder Scrolls first appeared on PCs way back in 1994. So that's hard to believe. Holy yeah. mackerel. And I didn't really... Um, myself play them until i got me an original old-timey xbox um negative one or whatever it was just a regular xbox right yeah. and it was morrowind but there were um two games before morrowind there was arena and uh, daggerfall um and if you i've tried to go back and play them and if you are used to the way it is now don't try <laughs> You know, they're, yeah. they're 3D games, and for the time, holy cow, very, um, you know, very advanced. I mean, when you look at the screenshots, you go, okay, it looks like garbage. But <laughs> for 1993 or four, pretty impressive to be able to walk around in a 3D world, and there's, like, NPC people you can talk to and buildings and all that. So, you know, definitely it was all about... And they've sort of stuck to their... Um, you know their world building that they started with those with those games. Um, they did make some sort of um, you know multiplayer games that, that sort of took uh, in the same universe called Battlespire and Redguard, but they they weren't particularly popular. I think you couldn't make your own character; you had to pick the character that they made, and nobody really cared about those games. And they, that's when they decided to make more. When they, they that would, those came out in '97 um, and '98. So, you know, they realized um, that their bread and butter was making these huge open-world games. And Morrowind was the first, really, game that I ever played like that. Which is, you know, you do have a quest, but really, you just sort of wander around and punch crabs and, you know. (laughs) Well, if you're, like... If you're into that kind of thing, you know, just yes. going on side quests and exploring, then this is the game for you because oh it's a gigantic world. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, Morrowind was, um, I know it was a PC game because my wife and I both had it. She had it for PC. I had it for um, the Xbox. And it, you know, it, it wasn't as big as Skyrim, which we'll, we're going to get to probably, going to chunk of the podcast probably will be about Skyrim because it's so awesome. Um but it's a big game, uh, especially if you've you've really not encountered something like that before. So you know you, you these games uh, they all start sort of start off with you sort of having like a, a preset um, sort of back, not backstory but like what you are in the world. You know, like a prisoner or a slave or something like that. And usually, I think in all three, Morrowind, Oblivion. Prisoner. And you're a prisoner. You're a prisoner in all of them. Mm-hmm. 
and then you it's sort of up to you to kind of find your way I mean yeah you're going to have quests and you know you're going to have um, but I'll tell you the big difference the thing I didn't remember about Morrowind that my wife and I were talking about is you had no idea where you were going the map did not get filled out until you filled it you dis- <laughs> yeah you discovered it yeah yeah you- well, all of the games are still like that. You nah, still to, but you, you can't. You have to discover the territory first before you know what's there. But there's no markers. You and you literally have no idea. You have no um, quest markers or anything. It tells you go to this town, mm-hmm. and you're like, where's that town again? Oh, okay, that <laughs> yeah. you're talking about Morrowind. Morrowind is. I'm, right. I'm still on Morrowind. Yeah. And so, really, you know, you on the way to finding, uh, let's say, uh, I'm trying to think of a, of a town in Morrowind, uh, uh, like Aldron, not Alderon. <laughs> Ald Run. Um, it would you sort of had a general idea, and if you had like a book or the, you had the map, you, the, each, each, these games come with a map. <laughs> yeah, a paper map. But while you're on the way, a yeah, paper map, it's crazy. And while you're on the way to these places, you will inevitably encounter, you know, like a smaller town or like a check or something. And there's always something to sort of discover, and you, it's easy to get sidetracked. Yep. Um, in this game, it's uh, very easy to get sidetracked. Um, I, I don't. I mean, it's a. The setting is. Um, let's get going to the setting here. I know we're not. We're, you want me to describe it? Yeah. Don't go ahead and describe the setting. Well, it's it's a high. First of all, we should say what you know for people who have never heard of this game series. It's yes. a high fantasy game. Yes. And um, it's kind of an action adventure role playing game on top of that. And um, all, the world has several different cultures. In, in every section you go to, there's going to be like a, a different culture. Mm-hmm. There's a medieval kind of feeling, the Roman, Nordic, um, Japanese, ancient Japanese, and um, and also that they have different races. They have um, orcs. They have um, dark elves. They have wood elves. They have high elves. High elves, yes. Um, and they have humans. And even, the humans are even broken down into different mm-hmm. cultures. There's Nords. There's uh, like people right. who live in Cyrodiil. Oh, I forgot the uh, Aragonians. They're like lizards. Yep, and the Khajiit. And the Khajiit. They're, they're like um, cats, yeah. cat people. Khajiit has no words yeah. for you. So, and then the humans, <laughs> there's the um, the Red Guards. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're kind of like African-American um, looking, or African descent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Brentons, which, I, Britons, I guess. They're weird looking. They, I think that they're maybe based on maybe French? Eastern European, maybe? Yeah, but they kind of... Mediterranean, the, I don't know. They don't even look human. They, they kind of have a weird look to them. Uh, I'm playing one right now in Skyrim, and she, she's human. I think. Well, I'm thinking of. I'm trying to think way back to Morrowind, where everybody okay. looked, they all they, everybody looked weird in Morrowind. So, yeah, <laughs> and then the Nords, of course, and you know, Imperials, yeah. so, and the Bosmer. I forgot those are Wood Elves. But wood elves, anyway, yes. yeah. Anyway, it's a really rich game that has lots and lots of places to discover, explore, lots of um, like ruins you can go into and find artifacts and quests, side quests. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry, my kid's sticking his hand under the door. <laughs> it's distracting. He's like a little cat. Um, so anyway, I, I kind of spend way too much time, not per day or, pay, you know, what I'm saying, like 
a couple of years playing a game, one game, you know, because I like to explore every single area mm-hmm. that I'm in and stuff. So the only game that I didn't, I, I played Oblivion and I played uh, Skyrim, okay. which are the last two. Mm-hmm. I, I picked up Morrowind um, after I play, played through Oblivion mm-hmm. and um, thinking, oh, I got to This is such a cool game. I want to see what else is, you know, out there. And I tried playing it and... It, it's not that I don't like older graphics because I can play Knights of the Old Republic just fine and it came out about the same time you know it's got the same 32 bit I guess yeah, to it the graphics are pretty so, close yeah yeah but it's kind of jerky and uh, slow I guess what to from what I was com- used to already from playing the old, the newer games and you get to a point where you can't it's like playing it's like going from high speed internet to dial up and you're, you're just <laughs> when you're when you're used to dial up you're like ah this is so awesome but when you're used to high speed you're like I can't stand the slowness and yes it's, so. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of um, going backwards is rough uh, it is yes. so I, I I missed out yes you playing. did because you know, it was it was very um, very unique, and it's um, so the setting is um, is a place called Tamriel, yes, and it's on the planet of Nern. I never knew that till just Me either. <laughs> um, and it's sort of one big continent, except for Morrowind, which is uh, on an island. No, sorry, Morrowind. No, no, there's two islands. There's two major islands. There's the Vardenfell, which is where Morrowind sort of... Yeah, Morrowind is, right? Vardenfell? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, there's a whole, I'm looking at this map. But anyway, it's kind of broken up. So each game has sort of, so far, been set in one sort of area. Um, Morrowind has been set in Morrowind or Vardenfell, and there's also another island called Solstheim, which is also in Skyrim. And then uh, Cyrodiil is the capital um, part the country, and then there's the capital city, which is sort of where Cyrodiil is. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was Hammerfell and um, Daggerfall. I don't know where that was set, but because um, I, I didn't really play it. But there's all these different areas, and I'm I'm looking at the map, going, well, where is Elder Scrolls Six going to be? Somerset Isles, the Black Marsh, because it's sort of connected. It would be cool to go into Morrowind again. Um, but Skyrim is, is uh, way in the north. It's almost mm-hmm. it's very cold, so it's sort of this one big continent with some little pieces. And it's um, so far it's been a pretty consistent world. Each game has sort of moved from region to region, from region yeah. to region, and from time period to time period. Mm-hmm. Um, the Elder Scrolls Three is Morrowind. Um, five was set six years after Morrowind, and I'm sorry, four. That's Oblivion. And five is Skyrim, which is set actually 200 years after the last game. So, um, pretty, pretty interesting stuff. And it's a very dense. I mean, like, I still every once in a while will stumble upon a side quest um, in Skyrim, which is the most recent game that came out in 2011 that I've never done. <laughs> yeah, it's totally possible. Yep, and I'm like, how do I have? I've played through like twice or three times. How have I not done this? But I haven't done it. Um, also, there's a lot of books to read yes. <laughs> in the universe that you can choose to read or just like pick up and Mm-mm. and click read and and then sh- you know whether sometimes they have skills associated yes. with them and you can learn things by just opening the book. But <laughs> since I've already played Skyrim, I and I'm kind of taking my time the second play time through. I'm actually picking up some of the books that sound interesting and reading them. 
my, that's my, how much of a nerd I am. My personal favorite so. is the lusty Argonian maid. <laughs> <laughs> that one must not have struck my interest. You've, you've so. never. That's one no. of. The, that's one of the most famous ones. It's in every. It's in every game. Is it? Yes. It's. Uh, <laughs> just look it up. It's. It's very funny. Um, I. I don't even know if we can say, explain how dense the. It's literally. Literally, I hate what people say, and here I am saying it. But like every house you go into, if um, we'll have books, we'll have stuff you can steal, we'll have people to talk to, we'll have a bed, you know, we'll have food you can eat. It's like it's a very you know a lot of games you play, you kind of just walk by buildings, right? You yeah. can't get into them. This you is can a, interact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can spend all your day, which I've done. Just you know, I want to get my lockpick skill up. So I'm going to break into everybody's house. <laughs> Just avoid that myself. Right. Um, but that's another thing we should talk about. The cool thing about um, these games is, you know, because of the way that you play them, which is I'll play them sort of how I want to, the skills that you get good at are the ones that you actually use. Um, so when you, if you are somebody who does a lot of stealth, then your sneak skill and your uh, lock picking skill and your pickpocketing skill and things like that will be good. Whereas maybe, you know, your heavy armor isn't good because you you can't wear it or or haven't worn it or you don't get in fights a lot. Um, well, and some races can't have that's heavy right. armor. But like the elves, <laughs> uh, which if you didn't play Morrowind, then you you, you know, there was a. Um, <laughs> uh, the skills were a little bit different, and there was acrobatics and. That's why it might have felt slow to you because when you first start out, your acrobatics is low. Like you can't jump very high. Well, Oblivion was like that too. Was acrobatics in Oblivion? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not like that in Skyrim. Right. So we everybody runs around jumping all the time, you know, trying to get your acrobatics <laughs> up, which I used to do. It was just like a habit to just jump in Morrowind, and same thing with Oblivion. Um, and then like you get your acrobatics all the way up to like ninety nine or whatever the max was. And you take all your armor off. You're like leaping like ten feet <laughs> into the <laughs> air. Um, but there's a very well. Uh, getting back to the setting, there's a very well thought out um, aspect of like the gods and they, you know, and and the religions and how they impact the world and how they are worshipped. And it's very interesting. You know, they have um, what are they called? They're called Daedra. Mm-hmm. And these are the gods, and there's good, there's the good ones, and there's the bad ones. Um, they kind of freak me out. So I, in the game, I'm basically an atheist because they you, freak me out. You don't do any of the daedric quests. I don't, I don't. Well, in Oblivion, you have to, but yes, you, you do. You can choose to follow a deity, and yes. I find them all kind of like creepy, creepy. So I just stay away from them. But anyway, continue. Sorry. Um, but it's so dense. Holy cow. So I'm just going to give you a little um, read-through of what the um, sort of general story of Morrowind is. This is Elder Scrolls Three, And it is, <laughs> I think I might have had my first playthrough, like, you know, 100 hours in Morrowind. So <laughs> this seems silly, but... So in the beginning cinematic, a sentence can be seen. Many fall, but one remains. The story begins with Azura, who is one of the Daedra we were just talking about, speaking of a prophecy that a great hero that has long been dead named Nerevar would be reincarnated to unite and liberate the tribe of Dunmer, who are uh, Dark Elves. The player assumes the role 
of this person of legend, but it's an open play game, meaning they do not follow the storyline if, if they do not wish to, which <laughs> usually if I'm really just like, ah, I'm tired of playing, I'm going to do the main quest. <laughs> they may do anything they wish. The player can follow the main quest for honor and glory, become a nimble thief and steal for a living, join the mage's guild and become the archmage, be an assassin and sneak through the shadows, become a noble great house member, and even turn into a vampire. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> this Nerevar guy is supposed to be sort of like, you know, a messiah to the Dark Elves. And um, you find out when you start doing the main quest line that you are on the right star sign and that you're probably this guy. Which, I usually play a Dark Elf, so it worked out for me in that game because I was a Dark Elf. And the Dark Elves were like, hey, that's our guy. Um, but, you know, you do save of course you save the world if you choose to do the main quest line and the funniest thing is that in these games you know you beat the, the quest you beat the main quest line you you've defeated some god or something which in the first game you defeat a god named vivek he's like this weird guy that does like it's like doing like meditation floating and you fight him but um so you're done with that, and it's like, hey, the Nerevar, man, way to go. You know, thanks, or Nere, the Nerevarine is what you're called, I believe. And so then you're, you're like, oh, wow, I just saved the world. The first time I beat it, I was like, this is so awesome. I can't wait to go back to um, Balmora and, like, you know, let them praise me. And then you go to Balmora, it's like, hey, go get me this um, thing I need. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute just save the world i'm not doing your bidding anymore so it is get a little bit like oh well i guess i'm not that great that that's the one thing that that game could have done better is like you know yeah you're, you'd kind of save the world but maybe you know people could at least say hey thanks for um getting rid of all that that volcano and all that that was nice of you it's the hero of kvatch exactly <laughs> hero of kvatch oh kvatch oh boy <laughs> that's an oblivion yeah. um so yeah, it's a first person. I don't know if we told we said it or not, but it's a first person game. And so basically, you know, you see your hands. If you have a sword or a dagger, you see that. If you have a spell, you see that. Um, you can you can be a, a, like a, a sword guy. You can be like a, a knight kind of guy. You can be a guy that just uses magic. I mean, the, the the options are very open for how you like to play. I like to have you know good skills in magic and good skills in swords because you know it's way fun to cut people's heads off i'm always an archer oh yes which always comes back and bite me because then i don't have my sword skills up high enough <laughs> and if someone runs up on me i'm in trouble so the second yeah. time through i'm playing a uh, a um tank kind of character uh, so trying to play differently but yeah if you know the best thing is to get your block skill up and mm -hmm. you know try to get some heavy armor or at least get your armor skill up so that you can take more damage um and that's and how you do that is you're getting fights and let people hit you <laughs> yep pretty much <laughs> that's about it um there were two expansions every game has about two or well more if you go to talk about skyrim but they at least have two uh expansions and boy i just talked about what they were for this do you remember what i said for um, which game for morrowind it was um oh, blood moon and um Tribunal and um, Blood Moon. There's it's a it's a werewolf uh, storyline on the island of Solstheim and um, Tribunal. You're in the Imperial City. Um, 
Very cool. Uh, the expansions that they put out for these games are very well done, too. Yeah. It's like getting a whole bunch more game. So I don't ever argue or get upset when they're selling me something. Horse <laughs> like, armor? Yeah, well, we'll talk about horse armor in a second. <laughs> that was a, that was bullcrap. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about horse armor. <laughs> so uh, Morrowind, since Jen hasn't played it before, I'm not going to go too much in depth, but let me just say that Morrowind was my intro into this universe, and Morrowind was a really wonderful game that I put a lot of my life into in 2002. And after, until really, until um, uh, Oblivion came out. But I have very fond memories of, of that game. <clears throat> and um, if they ever redo it and with graphics that Jen finds um, acceptable, maybe she'll play it. But <laughs> since she's a snob, she won't. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. I understand what she means because like, the advances in these games has, has really uh, gone very far. And like she said, if it's very slow, it's tough. And if it's jerky, sometimes yeah. you get sick. I see and that used to not be a problem, but uh, now it is apparently. So that is weird. I did not know that. I didn't. I didn't. I don't get sick from some people. I, I have a friend who can't see any third person or first person games. Rather, he gets ill if he plays them. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I was like, really? It's weird. Well, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Morrowind, Elder Scrolls Three, Elder Scrolls Four is called Oblivion, which is set six years after um, Morrowind. And it's got a very famous voice in it. Right, Jay? Mm -hmm. Patrick Stewart. Yes, Patrick Stewart plays uh, Emperor Uriel Septim VII. And uh, the game begins, you are a prisoner yet again. (laughs) Um, But you're not the same character. You're not the same character, yes. No, No, no. this is six years later. You are, are, again, you always have freedom to make whatever you want. You are not the same character as you were in Morrowind. And um, the Emperor is coming down through the dungeons to escape an assassination attempt, and uh, his sons have been killed. Uh, that's what you find out. And the Emperor comes by your your uh, prison. Um, why do you get out? I'm trying to remember now. Boy, it's been forever. I, I'm trying to remember, too. I know the guards released them um, for some reason. I think they're just maybe to confuse the... Right. I don't, I don't remember. Can't remember. No, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't remember either. But anyway, you get out of prison and you're kind of following the emperor. He's running, and there's assassins. He's assat these assassins that are pretty cool looking. Who you can actually kind of, I think, can you join up with them? I'm not sure. Yes, yes. you can. You can help the guards defend the emperor. Yes, I'm trying to remember if you can join that assassin, the assassins group that tries to kill. Oh. Them. No, I don't, I don't think so. No. I think they're trying to kill you too. Yes. So yeah. you know, the, there is assassins are trying to kill the emperor, and you're going through like the dungeons. And while you're doing that, you sort of like, you, know, you, you get like a crappy sword and some crappy clothes or some crappy armor. And, and there's rats. Rats. You the whole yeah, time. They're big, big rats. And you're half naked. Yeah, you have hardly anything. So um, he gets killed, but he gives you this thing called the Amulet of Kings over to the person who would become the hero of Kavach, which is what you are in this game. Um, the emperor has seen you in his dreams and he gives you the uh, amulet and he tells you to close shut the jaws of oblivion and he dies. Um, and when you're going to leave, you got to go find this guy named Joffrey, not the little son of a gun from Game of Thrones. Um, he is, um, uh, he knows where the, and there's this guy who is the long lost illegitimate son of the emperor um, who is named Martin Septon um, and he's another famous voice isn't he do, do you know who remember. he is 
It is Sean Bean. Huh. Yep. And I don't want to give you any spoilers, but if you know Sean Bean, you can think about what his chances are of surviving this game. But, uh... So, it's a little bit more of... It's a little bit... It's a cool story. I like the story for Oblivion. At least the sort of setup, which is, you know, to help this um, Martin Septim become the Emperor. There's a group called the Blades... Mm-hmm. Which defend the emperor, and they have cool armor with a dragon on the helmet. Um, They're kind of like uh, samurai. They look like look samurai. Like, yeah. The blades, yep. Um, yeah. The mo- so, what's happening is the plane of oblivion, which is um, sort of like I guess hell. Yeah. Is in is sort of taking trying to enter the world, and they do it through these yeah. things called oblivion gates, which like suck. Portals. Which suck. Yeah. Because this is the part about Skyrim or, or Oblivion, rather, that I hate it. <laughs> because, as I said, I like to just kind of, you know, take a wander. I'm going to go up on the hill. I'm going to go see here, and then these freaking Oblivion gates open up, and then there's these monsters coming out. And you got to, and the only way to, to stop it is to go in to the gate and and do this quest to close the, each gate. And it's a pain in the butt. And if you save them, there's a million of them open up. Exactly. You can't go five steps without an Oblivion Gate being Uh, there. And they're destroying cities and killing animals and burning. (laughs) Yeah, they run away. People are, like, screaming. It's like, (laughs) oh, God. Have you ever saved anyone that was being attacked by someone or monsters from the Oblivion Gate? I tried, and I never could. No, you can't. There's too many, and they outnumber you. You got to go into there. So that's sort of like... You know, a little bit annoying about about that game is sort of these things you have to do. You know, the thing is though, but Oblivion the the interior is what I hated because the they're very gory. And yeah, uh, yeah, the the um this what were those things called that you that they like they they made awful noises when you're opening doors. Oh yeah. Yeah, the scythes or whatever they were called. It's like organic. Yeah, it was gross. Blood everywhere, bodies hanging everywhere, people being <laughs> mutilated in cages, and it was just like if you if I played it long enough, I was going to have nightmares. <laughs> yes, know? I did not like going into Oblivion at uh, all. It was my least favorite part of that game. Um, but that's like the main quest line. If you're going to play the main quest line, you're going to be going into Oblivion quite a bit. But the first one of these gates that opens is in a town called Kavach, which you go and you go into the first Oblivion Gate and you close it and everybody's like, hey, thanks, hero of Kavach. Now go get me some mushrooms. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The coolest thing I think about these games, which I didn't bring up yet, um, is my favorite thing to do, which is to do the guild quests. Mm -hmm. And in this game, there's the Fighters Guild, the Mages Guild, the Dark Brotherhood, the Thieves Guild, and the Arena. Um, the Arena is just what it sounds like. You are fighting in an arena. Uh, the Fighters Guild, these are like heroes. It's like a, it's like a group of heroes, right? I mean, it's like we yeah. go out and we help people. Go here. This guy's bothering somebody. This guy is somebody bullying him, right? And you go there and you either beat somebody up for some for a guy. They give you like 500 gold. You're like, thanks. And then you kind of move your way up. The Mages Guild is just what it sounds like. But, you know, you start off doing, like, minor things, making potions, helping so-and-so. Eventually, completing these uh, guild quest lines, you become the, you know, leader of these guilds, you know. I don't remember what you're called in the Fighters Guild when you're in charge of it, but in the um, 
Mage's Guild, you are the Archmage. Mm-hmm. The Dark Brotherhood is a group of assassins. That's also, those are my favorite. Um, between that and the Thieves' Guild, I really enjoy those quests. Really? I couldn't, they made me feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I was always in the Mages' Guild. I know, I know. I felt bad, but still, they're, 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 so the quests are, I like the quests. I like the, um, I love the inventiveness of some of the quests. And those assassination ones are a lot of fun. Yeah, but you see, I I try I have tried to play the you know, bad characters, mm-hmm. evil characters, and I always feel guilty. Always. You are silly. So, you are a silly person. Man, do it. The Thieves Guild is my is my ultimate that's the my favorite, favorite um, guild to play in. The Thieves Guild I love. Because those are the fun. Those are always fun. You're always trying to steal some stuff, and sometimes you're in a place where it's really hard, and you really got to plan out how to do it because maybe your stealth, the skills are not good. I love doing the Thieves' Guild stuff. I love stuff where I don't have to fight or I have to do something very specific, which is why I like those assassination ones. Go in here, put this poison in this guy's drink, or you know, you must, you have to stab this guy from behind or whatever. I love that. That's just so cool. I just. It, it's, it's the, a lot of thought goes into these these quests, and um, I mean, you you do have like multiple ways to to beat them, obviously. But sometimes there's pretty strict guidelines. Yeah. But 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 here's I mean, if you get caught, you get thrown in jail, yeah. and all your stuff is taken away from you, and that isn't. That's probably why I never went for the thieves guild, or yeah, oh, yeah. But you it. just don't get caught like I don't. But the the uh, here's the thing that doesn't happen. Is a lot of time if you there are other games like this or of this ilk or anything where you you have a, a mission and it's like go do this, um, and then when you screw up the the game is like you you can't you have to restart right. Mm-hmm. This game does not do that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> you know you messed up. You weren't supposed to kill anybody, but you did, and now you got like a crazy bounty and like guards are chasing you down the hill you cannot get away (laughs) and you can't get away no matter what you do you know so it's like you know you didn't want to kill any guards but accidentally you might have hit one and then all of a sudden all these guards are after you you know what i hate is like you didn't know you did anything wrong you show up in a city and all of a sudden there's a guard in your face you are you know pay up and (laughs) wait a minute i recognize you oh no you don't (laughs) what did i do (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, then you're like, you kill like 10 guards, which I didn't even want to kill one. So it's like, of course, what you can always do is reload a save if you really want to. Obviously, that's the, the cool thing about these games is you can just save at will. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm saving before I'm opening this door because I have no idea what's behind this door. So I'll save it. Um, yeah, and another cool, uh, a cool skill that I always um, work on is my speechcraft skill, which allows you to um you know persuade people intimidate intimidate them or get good good prices which is the best because um you know once in a for a while in these games getting having money is like hard (laughs) until you you know steal enough stuff or you get paid enough or you have and to get you know decent armor or if you want to have to buy it of course if you get blacksmithing you can make your own stuff which is way better because you can improve it but um Speechcraft in Oblivion was annoying as heck to level. I don't know if you're... Oh, yes. It had that stupid... That stupid... um, Speech wheel. The the wheel. And basically it was like you had... 
you had to sort of gauge if the person would like you to insult them or tell like them tell joke, them a joke or flatter them. Don't try to intimidate me. You know, leave now. You know, people, you get your end up. So, like, there's a percentage. I did not like the way they did it in this no, game at all. I forgot all about that. So I don't miss it in Skyrim. No, in Skyrim, it's way better. In Skyrim, it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, you, you, uh, they don't, they, it fails or. In Skyrim, it's just, it's just, it's just more organic, I guess. That's the way that. Mm-hmm. You know what it reminds me kind of like is uh, lock picking in Skyrim. It's, it's like they traded those two things, where in Oblivion, you had to do this crazy formula of um, insults and jokes. No, that's so stupid. To, you know, to convince people of things. And in Skyrim, you have to pick locks all the time and tumblers and all that. Yeah, well, the, you had to do that in Oblivion, you too. You did. But it's a lot more difficult in Skyrim. Yes, you really, especially the hard... You, you really have to, like, get have the... Have a lot of lock picks. Yeah, a lot. Like, I always buy extra. That's Me why too. you should join the Thieves Guild, because <laughs> you can always get lock picks. But... And you got you're like oh and like you'll snap it <laughs> you're like damn it <laughs> yeah but um so you know in the end of this game Martin Septim sort of the Sean Bean character sacrifices himself um saves the world <laughs> you help did him. you just spoil it for people who may have wanted to play all right this game came out in 2006 right <gasps> well there are some people who may have you know not played it yet and All right. want to go back. I'm sorry. Forget <laughs> it then. But anyway. <laughs> it's alright. Well anyway, it's got a big it's a huge ending to this game. It's very dramatic and it's very impressive. It's epic. It's very epic, definitely. It's crazy epic. Um, and there's also, again, uh, there's two major uh, uh, expansions, which is Shivering Isles, which is one of my favorite expansions on any game. Uh, and Knights of the Nine, which is a pretty cool expansion where you, you get some new armor um, and go on these quests for a chapel. But the Shivering Isles, you deal with one of the Daedra, a mad god named Sheogarath. And that is one crazy, yes, crazy, crazy place. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't. I don't like Crazy Town. <laughs> I know, but it's pretty. Duke of Man- it was a Duke of Mania, right? And yeah. uh, but I thought it was very inventive. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did too. And, and some of the um, the guards there are pretty cool too. You know, the ones that are his uh, protectors or whatever, his soldiers. Yes, they're that- all wim- women and kind of what are they like angels or what are they? I forget what they're called. But, um, yeah, here we are doing a podcast on this show. But um, on these games. Yeah, there's the Mania and Dementia. Mania is very bright and colorful, and Dementia is, like, not so much. Yeah. (laughs) Dementia is scary. It's, like, depressing. And um, you have to decide if you're going to be which of those you're going to choose. Um, And they're, like, areas within the Shivering Isles. Yes. Shivering towns or something. Right. Um, I can't remember what they were called, but you do get new armor. You get our amber armor, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. You and um, the madness armor, which is that crazy uh, madness ore. And you get the new uh, sword, dawn fang and dusk fang, which are mm-hmm. fire and frost. Um, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. I just thought it was very inventive. They could just as easily just give you like, oh, here's some more. Just go here and kill stuff. I thought it was very. Uh, neat how they kind of came up with something very original that yeah, didn't, 
it Go wasn't, ahead, I'm sorry. You know, there just wasn't anything like what had just come. So mm-hmm. I thought that it was a, it was a cool expansion. It was expansion in every sense of the word because you actually go to a whole new place, you know, yeah. instead of just kind of hanging out and doing a new quest on where you already are. Very cool. That whole, I know I think Oblivion I played the least only because I think um, Skyrim came out. Well, it didn't come out that fast, but I don't know. I think I did everything I could. I thought, oh, you know what happened? I got very frustrated with some with. Uh, Shivering Isles because I couldn't get the, one of the achievements and I didn't want to have to play through all the way again. But no. anyway. I played Oblivion a couple of times and I did get all the achievements on that one. Mm-hmm. And I, I, think it, I think it came out... I think I played it while I was on maternity leave. Like, yeah. with Mass Effect. You know, back and forth. But um, one of the things that frustrated me is if you get bit by a vampire... Uh-huh. You're it's gone, a you're... disease. What's it called? Um, it's that disease that exists in real life where you are sensitive to sunlight. Polyphoria. And, yeah, that's what it is. And and there's you have to jump through a lot of hoops to get a cure. Yes, the, cu- the, the cure of vampire is a pain in the tuchus. To they sp- used to scare the... I mean, not like they're not scary looking, but... Like I would see when I'm not be like running backwards, shooting arrows on him. Get away! Get away! Don't, don't touch me! <laughs> because if they bite you or get close, you won't even know that they've bitten you. You know, they just they touch you, and all yes. of a sudden you're like you're like one of them. But yep. one time, you know, the, how I I ended up a vampire. I started the whole game over again, um, <laughs> it, because I didn't want to be it, and it was a pain in the, the rear. But I had um, so I went into one of the ruins, and there was a mat, and I thought, well, I'm gonna rest up and and be uh you know conserve my energy or whatever and i took a nap in a bedroll and it, when you wake up it, there's this message that wakes up in the night while you were sleeping you know such and such happened you know you, what? Were, you were bitten by a vampire you now you were you know of the night or whatever i'm like dang it <laughs> <laughs> so, i know i hated i remember that now i hated when that happened because yeah. you're right to actually get the potion was a pain Holy mm-hmm. cow. Because being a vampire is a whole thing. And you have to bite people. You have to yes. feed people. Yes. Because you start becoming paler and paler and sicklier. And say, people will tell you, wow, you're not looking so hot. You're like, shut up. Yeah, that's <laughs> how you know something's wrong with you. In these yeah. games, people go, um, are you okay? You don't look so good. And you're like, and you look and you go, oh, I got like some kind of disease. Like, they used to tell you like in Morrowind, like you had, you know, like, creeping crust or something you know like and you have to get like a cure disease potion um yeah you're right i forgot about how much of a pain vampires were in oblivion there's a but oblivion was um different in, for morwen is that you got to use a horse which we were always in morwen going boy i sure wish i had a horse because like you said you mean oblivion you can use a horse and um yeah that's what i'm saying in morwen you could not but i'm saying in morwen we wished for a horse Mm-hmm. Because you had to walk everywhere, and it was a pain to walk everywhere. After a while, you're like, I really want to just... I'm not even sure if there was... No, you know what? There wasn't any fast travel either. You had to actually Ugh. teleport by leave, having a, a spell where you marked... It was called Mark. So you would mark somewhere that mm-hmm. you could teleport to like instantly. But that, the, the, the difference is that if you were like getting a fight and you were getting killed and you didn't want to die, you could just use your teleport or your mark spell, and you can go back to wherever you wanted. But there was not fast travel. You, they had the um, silt striders, which are those big sort of flying-looking bugs that would take you from place to place. In Morrowind. In Morrowind. Yeah. And in Skyrim, 
What was there? Was there any other means to get around? I can't remember. Horses. There was horses, um, yeah. But I mean, did they have any... And been, you could fast travel, too. Yeah, you've been they, to a spot before. That was, to me, the biggest uh, upgrade from yeah. Morrowind, was the ability to go right to somewhere that I needed to go without having to walk or ride my or ride horse. horse. Yeah, the thing about the horse in, uh, in in Oblivion, you'd think, oh, awesome, I could have a horse, yep. yeah, but not, <laughs> not always. No, nope. sometimes sometimes you get a real nag. It's yep. not very fast, and they die if an animal attacks them, and they're not wearing horse armor, <laughs> which is what they got you on because they you made buy, you buy physically purchase them through the Xbox store or wherever. And uh, Xbox Live, but uh, and it was like five bucks. Yeah, it's not cheap, but I you know I bought it because it was cheap. So did I. I. Think, that was a sad thing, as I'm like, I need that. Yeah. And I'm but like, oh, why did I do that? You can get other horses. Like you can save money and get like a specific breeds of horses that are more aggressive. That can stomp on people or yes. mon- monsters or they're you know they especially if you're like in the part of the the. The Brotherhood, like right, the Dark Brotherhood, you get a, a horse. Right? That horse is eyes. the oh my god, it's the best yeah, horse but of all the time. Old horses you have, you see them wandering around by themselves in the world. You can come across them again. And you're like, oh, or they're dead in a road. You're like, oh, poor thing. So that that <laughs> to wander on its own. And that it's dead. that horse um, in Skyrim is so cool. Um, but I managed to kill a horse from the friggin' underworld. I drove it off a cliff. <laughs> and it was, am I laughing? That's not funny. It was dead. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> but it is the cool. It comes out of like a pool of like blackness. Like when you become, when you take over the, um, the, dark the Dark Brotherhood, this horse comes out of like this pool of like blackness, like Cthulhu, you know, and it's like comes out of this thing and you're like, whoa, that's my horse. Shadowmere is his name. and it is. Oh, yeah. That's what his name was in... In uh, Oblivion, too, I yeah, think. Yeah, it is just the cool. Yeah. It's the coolest thing ever, and I love it because it's fast. It doesn't get tired at all. You can just like make it go fast the whole time. Um, uh, yeah, Skyrim uh, is the next one, but Oblivion. Hey, Oblivion really did up their game. I will say that from Morrowind to Oblivion. If you hadn't, since you hadn't played a Morrowind, you don't know. But from Morrowind to Oblivion, you did play a little bit of it, but you couldn't get through it. So you see. The graphics got much better. Obviously, they were it's a generation up from the first Xbox. And it's very colorful and pretty. Oh, the yes. world is. Yes, so. well, I would actually go up for with, a while <laughs> on my horse and like just sort of look over the land, you know. Just yeah, <laughs> that's the other thing we should explain. Oh, that yes. As you travel, the seasons change. Yes. It rains. It goes from light to dark, and you can see the moon in the sky and yeah. birds flying, and it's really cool butterflies it is a very very sort of alive place that you're in yes and i think that's one of the reasons why i loved it so much yes was the environment and in the winter time when you can't really go outside and have a good time and in the real environment it's fun to explore a summertime you know in uh, tamriel i don't know about that (laughs) we don't have winter anymore you can yeah, the fish attack you sometimes too, and Stupid, the crabs. Yeah, those damn. Hate uh, those crabs. And the slaughter fish. Yes. And, and the uh, mud crabs will get you. Mm-hmm. Um, that was how I got my hand to hand up in Morrowind. I just punched mud crabs, <laughs> and you could get your hand to hand going. You can get your hand to hand up watching the Fighters Guild guys punch each other too. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that's a definitely. I think when you talk to people who are really into this game, like a couple friends of mine, we really just like being in the actual world. Like you can see when you play, especially um, uh, Oblivion and Skyrim, which really, like we said, kind of their graphics and the the, the aliveness of the world kind of was improved you can see how something like a holodeck could be like a total destruction of humanity thing because i would just go in there and i would just go walk around these places you know yeah. and people are like what happened to him oh well he, he's some skeleton <laughs> his skeleton is in skyrim somewhere because that's where he's been for 10 years um it's crazy um and another thing we haven't mentioned but these games uh, have really awesome um music Yes. That is, I have all of these soundtracks, and I will admit that I have more than once taken Skyrim or one of these, uh, some of the music, and gone on a walk. And then you feel like, oh, I've got my Skyrim music playing in the background. I'm waiting <laughs> for, like, you know, like uh, ice wolves or something to come out of the um, woods to get me. But uh, the music is a big part of it. It's very, when you hear it, it kind of it takes you there. My son has Minecraft, and he has a Skyrim. Uh, expansion for Minecraft where he can go in and just in Minecraft it's Skyrim done in Minecraft they have a Halo one there's one in Mass Effect too and so he was playing that part and they actually have the music and I you know, heard the music and I was like oh Skyrim and I turn around just like you know all Minecrafty but it was it's very it's a big 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 part of it um, the soundtrack is very nice it really puts you there in mm-hmm. in the world you know you feel like a part of a movie or something it's cinematic yeah you always know when you're in trouble because that stupid music plays oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's, i like to turn it down sometimes sometimes you know? yeah it makes you stressed out mm-hmm. especially <laughs> especially which we're going to get to in skyrim when a dragon shows up and that damn dragon music plays you're like oh crap yes <laughs> oh no Dragon Incoming, um, Oblivion um, is still, uh, it's on the Xbox 360, so um, I think um, you can get like crazy cheap these games. Yes. And you will, if you're if you're like Jen and maybe you have trouble with um, old graphics because you're a snob, <laughs> you may not even like Oblivion because it's like from 2006, but actually it still holds up, I think, fairly well. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, the next one was Elder Scrolls V. Now, this is called Skyrim, and this is probably my favorite game of all time. I'm going to go on a limb and say that, uh, but I don't think it's that crazy to say because it's so awesome. But I did stand in line at midnight to get this game, and after I got this game from GameStop because I pre-ordered it, I went across the street to Walmart to buy my wife her um, PC copy. So I got two games. Two versions of the same game in one night. That's first world problems right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever actually gone out to stand in line for a game. Um, but you know what it was? It was like, they were like, well, we're going to have them here. And I was like, eh, why not? I mean, I, I think I had the next day off or something anyway. So my son and I went out and there was like a guy in armor. It was kind of an interesting wow. group. It was an interesting group of people. Let's say, you know, that... You know, we all probably could stand to lose a few pounds. <laughs> We're going to gain more playing this game. But Skyrim, um, boy, if this is not... I think that the jump from Oblivion to Skyrim is, like, startling. Graphic-wise, um, everything, I think it just is so much more 
than like uh, than Oblivion, like just bigger, just more to it, right? I mean, yeah. Um, the I'm trying to think of it. There is some improvements in the graphics and the way that people look and their movements and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's still this. It feels like Elder Scrolls. You know what I mean? It still has that. There's something about the art. Yes. You know that you know you're in the same world, I guess. But when you actually look at like Cyrodiil and you look at Skyrim and how much more real estate there is, and it's like uh, I feel like it, it's just a lot more going on in Skyrim. I think they mm-hmm. just really up their game. And speaking of art, before we move on, yes, it's, it's um, as we were saying, Skyrim is Nordic, so the, mm-hmm. think of Vikings and stuff. They're more um, rustic and a little bit more on the barbaric side. Some of them. Yes. Uh, some of the characters. So you go from this um, medieval kind of high fantasy feel from Oblivion to Bar, you know, Conan the Barbarian <laughs> kind of thing. But I, you know, that was a draw for me because my my heritage is uh, Scandinavian. So I was like, yes, I'm going to go be a Viking. You know, <laughs> so I was excited about it, even yeah. though I hate the cold. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm totally not into cold. See, weather. it's like I know most people I know are like that, but I get so like into it because I used to love. See, to me, because I grew up in the north, you know, in the mountains and things. To me, like the snow and the on the trees and mountains, that all just first of all, I get very homesick when I play Skyrim sometimes because we used to always play like you know like swords. And to me, like I love fantasy that's set like in a winter setting, you know, mm-hmm. like Conan or something. That's like in the beginning of that when there's like you know these guys attacking and it's snow and it just seems like a very cool way to uh, have a, a fantasy setting. So I dig it. I like the snow. Yeah. And. Um, so this is Skyrim, which again, this is named for a, a, a section or a country in in the uh, in the empire, and it is the northernmost section of the world. So, like we're saying, it's lots of mountains and it's cold, and these are these are hardy people that live there, <clears throat> and um, it is two hundred years after Oblivion. So everything you did. And Oblivion is a distant memory. <laughs> yeah. But the cool thing about Skyrim, and I think and this happens in Oblivion too, is some of the books like you're talking about actually mm-hmm. will have reference, reference yeah. your exploits mm-hmm. in the game before, which is like, oh, the Nerevarine and Morrowind back in this year uh, stopped the, the blah, blah, blah. And then talking about what happened with Uriel Septim, you're like, I remember that. <laughs> so that's very cool. Um, so... You start off again. <laughs> you're a prisoner. You're going to your execution this time. You're in a, a wagon uh, with a couple other guys. And you find out that the High King of Skyrim was killed um, by uh, this guy, Ulfric Stormcloak. And how he killed him was he used his uh, dragon shout, right? Mm-hmm. And he killed this guy, blew him to pieces with this thing called a dragon shout. And... Um, you know, a couple guys get their heads cut off. And then, next thing you know, a dragon shows up and starts breathing fire everywhere. <laughs> right before you get Right, right when you're going to get executed. Your, your head chopped off. Yep. Dragons show up. Very convenient convenient of the dragon. Thanks. I appreciate that, because I didn't want to get my head. That would be a very uh, quick game. Yep. Um, 
and they've really they changed sort of the the way that they um, they lead you through the game changes a lot in this. When you leave um, the first town, which is um, what was the name of that town that gets to gets destroyed? Oh, you would have to ask me that. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I would know it if I was playing it right now. But anyway, so the first town you're in gets destroyed by a dragon. Then you sort of flee, and depending on how you know, some guy might come with you. I think a guy comes with you for a little while, and you go into this dungeon. And after that, sort of up to you. But the dungeons in um, Skyrim are like a step above. They are pretty impressive. Now, um, and they actually have ways of leading you through so you don't get lost. Like the water will flow sort of towards the exit or mist or winds and things. Yeah. Which is helpful. It is, because sometimes it's hard to find your way out of the the dungeons in uh, Oblivion. Yeah. It is very hard. Or you can use clairvoyance, which is what I always use, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which just tells you the way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The dungeons are very impressive, um, although I could do without the stupid dwarven ruins. I hate the dwarven ruins. I thought the dwarven ruins were awesome. They're very confusing. I get lost in them every time. I don't like the stupid... uh, Those big roly-poly guys. I hate them all. (laughs) I'm scared of the dwarven ruins, but you have to go in them a lot. But this literally, this game just sort of puts you out there. And it's like, hey, go go do some stuff. And I am. I had a play before I got my Xbox One. I was playing through Oblivion or uh, Skyrim. Jeez, I I'm looking at the screen. This is Oblivion. Um, I'm, I was playing through Skyrim again, and I had been playing for a long time. Like you know, on the weekend, I would just play for a while. And I hadn't even done the very first um, main quest line quest <laughs> at all. Really? In what? In Skyrim? Yeah. See, now I went on the main quest and the game ended too soon for me. Right, that's because, why I don't do it. Because I, I usually just do all the main quests. I mean, the side quests first. Me but. too. Like, I mean, I have houses built. I have kids adopted. Um, um, I do that too. And That's I, the cool thing about this game. Yes. You can have a family and a home and you have to build it with your own two hands. Yes, now is that awesome. is one of the expansions called Hearthfire. Yes. And you actually have to get all... So you have, like, plans. It's like, you know, well, you need this many nails and this many hinges. And you, and you have to make them. Yes, which I love doing. It's very silly if sounding if you're just you're like, this, they're you're talking like, about making nails. Yeah. You know, it's like, it is so cool. Because you do get to make this house. And it's like, you know, you make one house. And it's like, do you want to use... Do you want to make an entry hall for a bigger house? Yes, I do. <laughs> you can decorate it, too. Yeah, and then when you get, if you have, like, a person that, uh, like, a house carl, they're called, which are these yeah. people that um, sort of serve you because you're a th- this thing called a thane because you've done such great stuff in the region. The uh, the person in charge uh, makes you a thing called a, uh, a thane, which is like, I don't know, what, what do you think that is? Like a... Like a, uh, like a lieutenant of some Yeah, I guess, but... Anyway, it's like it's like an honorific, and anyway, people sign. Th- well, you can get away with things. Like if you steal something, and a guard comes up to you, goes, "Hey, you go, I'm the thing. Let me be." Like, <laughs> all right, all right. So, you know, then when you that person will help you decorate, like we'll get you furnishings, and then you can get like uh, a guy playing the lute. Mm-hmm. You can get um, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. You can make like different parts of your house. You can have a kitchen, or you can have like a alchemy tower, or all this cool stuff. So. I've spent whole days just doing that. <laughs> yeah. Not a quest to be found. 
Uh, I'm just kind of running back to the to get my logs or to. <laughs> 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 Holy cow! It's almost like playing dollhouse. It really is. I mean, and uh, dress up and. <laughs> and then like my, I'm, I'm like, and then when I actually am done with it and I'm out on quests, I'm actually like buying. I'll go. Oh, you know, I need to get my kids something. <laughs> They have things for sale in they the do. stores. They do. get them a dolls dr- and wooden swords or daggers. If you give them like little daggers, they will have. They will play with them and cut things with them. Like you can, Oh, don't yeah. do that. You can, Why you, did you get them a dagger? I didn't. You know what? It came up is I got a dagger from a quest. It was like a like a an evil dagger. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and like the kid goes, "Did you bring me anything, Dad?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Sure." And I look and I'm like, "What? I can give him that?" And I'm like. All right, and I gave it to him, and then he's like downstairs in my like armory thing, and he's like attacking the dummy with the dagger. <laughs> and I was like, awesome. So I was give, so now I was like, if I have something like that, I give it to them to play. So yeah. I see them playing with it. Yeah, well, you, you can adopt the kids. That's the cool thing. They they're little orphans in towns sometimes wandering around, and you can pay for you know give them a coin or you can adopt them yeah which is cool or there's also an orphanage i have a soft touch so the kids i feel bad for them and i'm like you want to come with me really yeah yeah and i got one from the orphanage the one where you kill the the mean lady for the did you do that quest oh i did kill her yeah that was a dark mean (laughs) she made the chick that's the one look really sweet (laughs) miss miss hannigan yes my little pig droppings that is the that is one of the best quests in skyrim it's called innocence lost and this kid is like chanting the dark sacrament and that's like something that's how you summon the dark brotherhood um to off her yeah to go kill this lady and you're like all right <laughs> you know um that's how anyway that's sort of how the if you if you want to that's how the dark brotherhood sort of comes after you because you went and killed this lady and it's like you know you killed an old lady. But she was very, very mean. She was evil, and I didn't want the kid to kill her. That's why I did it. Right. But, um, but what was I going to tell you about that? Oh, you can also get married in the game. Yes, and you have to go well, to... Not like a ceremony. Well, I guess they do have no, a you ceremony do. and people come to it. No, you do. You go to the you go to the, um, the chapel in um, Riven, uh, um, and you... Um, Riften. Riven. Riften. Yeah, Riften. What, um, which is my favorite town because it's where Thieves' Guild is. Um... And you go to there and you get married. You say, yeah, I want to get married. And you go tell your your spouse. You go, hey, let's go get married. And they show up. And they, you, they do this little ceremony. And now you're married. And you go, hey, go go move to my house here. And she's like, okay. And then you go to your house. And there she is. And she's just like, la, la, la. Hello. Or he, depending on. Well, I cho- I would choose uh, merchants. And because yes, me too. Then, then they, um, their, the money that they make from their store, you are getting every day a percentage of whatever they made in their store. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and the guy that I married was really ugly. <laughs> I didn't care because he had a really good store. <laughs> no, I married, you know, I married the very first girl that you that you meet, which is that girl in like Riven, Riverwood. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. You, that you give the claw back to. I was like... I married her because she already liked me, and it was easy. Mm-hmm. So they say, you know, I was like, well, how do you marry? Because it's hard to make people like you. You can put the, th- the thing on, yeah, but you got to give them gifts and things, and that girl already liked me, so I went there. I'm like, you want to get married? And she's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, sweet. That was easy. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah, so that that is, and, th- and this is all stuff that takes time. And then you, yeah, so maybe now you can see if you have don't really have a frame of reference. Like you, somebody says, how could you spend 100 hours playing a game? This is how. Because I spent... <laughs> an hour of getting the marriage thing done and i spent eight hours building my house yeah but it's like it's funny people who don't play games don't understand but it's 
if you if you're a reader like someone who reads a lot of books like i i like to read this is kind of like a book you know you're just the main character in the book exploring and doing the you know the the storyline yes you get, it's a choose your own adventure kind of thing it really is so. that's exactly that's a great way to um that's a great way to put it that it is a a choose your own adventure and that really is what it is because you are not for like here's the thing like that always annoys me about other games when you know they're just like oh leading me here now i can only go here I can just start up Skyrim and just start walking. And whatever happens, happens. If I go decide to fight a bear, I fight a bear. If a dragon shows up, I'll kill him and take his bones and his gold. Um, you know, it's just... And that's the game. And of course, now there's more. There's tons of quests. Holy cow. Skyrim has got a plethora. <laughs> yeah. A plethora. There is, like I was saying earlier, there are quests, and there I'm talking about. There's there's quests that are a little bit more involved, and there's sort of like, can you go get me my sword I left here? Quests, but that's fine because when you go do those little quests, you end up sometimes like having a lot of fun, like doing a dungeon, you know, yeah. somewhere you haven't been before. You discover things too, like uh, shouts or like um, spell yes. books that other quests are wanting, <laughs> you yeah. know, things like that. Yeah. So let me let so. me um. What, what, what we're talking about shouts you you learn that you have this power um called a uh, shout and that is because you are a dovakin which is called a uh, which is the dragonborn who um is somebody who has the same power as dragons which are shouts apparently when dragons their power is to do these shouts with their mouth and they you know these powers can be like uh where you just have this crazy like you're using the force and like throwing people or you had or you can uh do one that shows you where uh, every living thing is around you or you can do one that makes dragons come down to the ground or you do one that makes a lightning storm and there's like three levels to each of these shouts and you have to find the words to learn so you know there there's more there, there again here's another thing that could take a bunch of time yeah <laughs> see but this is something that some people will waste entire weekends on yes. doing and in some people will play here and there over the course of a year yeah. so i mean you don't have to play it all at once definitely. no because no, you know there's there's life that you have to live it's something to pick up um this could be literally the only game that you play for a long time and you and i had that happen and i was perfectly happy <laughs> Where I was like, I hadn't gotten any new games in a while, and I have a, quite a fair amount of 360 games. I have an Xbox One now, and I'm patiently awaiting Elder Scrolls Six, which I'll hopefully get sometime. But um, because the graphics and the capabilities of the Xbox One got to be crazy good for a game like this. Um, but I hadn't bought a new game in a while, and I just said, ah. Well, I have, because if you remember, Jen and I did a little Mass Effect podcast a while ago, so I had played through those games and had a great time and then i was like yeah, i'm just gonna play skyrim <laughs> and that's that's all i did i just would sit down when i felt like playing a game and played skyrim everybody's like why are you always playing skyrim i'm like it's fun i don't know where it's I escape and it's also a place it's like you feel like you're going somewhere yeah you know even if you can't afford to go on a trip to norway just go to skyrim exactly <laughs> you know? and then you can you can just imagine the tastes and smells and the accents <laughs> yeah but this is um this game actually the cool there's a cool little um area of the main quest line which is the civil war going on 
um, between the Imperials and the Stormcloaks, who are like the rebels. The Stormcloaks are sort of the people who are the native indigenous people of Skyrim, the Nords, and they're the Stormcloaks, and they want to rule themselves. And the Empire says, no, you're part of the Empire. So you can actually choose, you can choose sides, which um, it's easier just to choose Empire, by the way. It just, it just is. But um, I, I, I chose different either, you know, a few times, but that's a cool little thing. So then you actually can change the leadership of when you go into these towns, you're like, oh, there was a guy here in charge, but because now the Empire's in charge, now this guy's in charge because that guy got killed because you probably were part of the mission that killed him. Huh. <laughs> See, I didn't pick sides when I played oh, through the first time. Really? It, maybe the game would have been longer if I had. Well, you pick. I picked sides. Then you end up going on the um, into Winterhold and you know killing the whoever's there, if that's what you choose to do. So, yeah, you can choose sides, which I did. Well, I knew I could, but I was you know choosing to be Switzerland. You know, <laughs> just don't make me pick sides, people. I'm pretty easy. Whoever the first person is that talks to me, I'll join you. All right. <laughs> But I think if you if you don't pick sides, it's easier for you to move about in the world. Because if you do pick sides, one of the other factions is always going to be trying to kill you. That's true. Now, there are some cool monsters in this game. Skyrim. Agreed. Okay, so the first crazy monster that I found out about the hard way was giants. Um, <laughs> Did you just wander into yep, their camp? <laughs> I went into their camp because you see a mammoth, which is so cool. You're yes. like, oh, wow, woolly mammoth, right? So you're like... That lady in town wants a mammoth tusk. Yes. Oh, I'm going to get her a mammoth tusk. So I'm like, I'm going to kill this mammoth. I'm going to kill him good. <laughs> kill that mammoth. I chop him. And I'm like, getting his tusk. I'm like, yeah, I got your tusk. And the next thing you know, like, my body goes flipping in the air <laughs> because the dragon comes over and whacks me with this club. And you my a giant? There's not a dragon, sorry. This giant comes over and whacks me with his club, and my body just goes spinning, <laughs> and I'm dead. And I didn't even know what happened. I was like, what? How the heck? What? I thought it was like a glitch, so I like reloaded, and I'm going, I'm going to go get that mammoth thing again. And then this time when I came up, I saw that it was a giant, and I'm like, oh, well, I'll just kill him first. And now this is early in the game, so you are not tough at all. You are not. You are a wuss. So I'm like, I'm going to kill him. And I just got behind, I started to sneak up on him, and I started stabbing him, and he just turned around and whacked me again, <laughs> went flying across the screen. And I died. I said, okay, we're just going to leave him. We're going to leave him alone for now. <laughs> Let's leave him alone. We'll leave him be. So, I generally avoided them, too. Yeah, they're mean. They get very upset when you mess with their mammoths. Yes. And but do you blame them? No, I mean, but they're, they're big. generally peaceful, and they got, mess with their stock, and they, they're going to eat that. They look like big Rob zombies. I don't know. They have big beards and kind of weird looking um there's trolls frost trolls um the spiders lots of spiders frostbite uh, spiders, spiders yeah. yes. ice and wraiths hag werewolves yep hag ravens which are like these witch people that are like uh-huh. birds are awful looking um and they're kind of like sprites in the what was the other game well those are um you're th are you thinking of those um spriggans yeah they're like kind of the, like them the wood people they're like a uh -huh. tree yeah they're weird. They have like the, the like the bees flying around them, and uh, dragons, of course, which is a big part of the game. You'll be this is sort of like the Oblivion Gates in the last game, except in this game, uh, it is dragons that just all of a sudden you'll be walking and you hear this music start, and there's a dragon. Um, which at first time you kill a dragon, you feel like, um, yeah, that's right. You, you know what? 
I never in the beginning when the whenever the dragon first appeared, yeah. I I couldn't kill them because I didn't have enough skill points. Right, that's true. So I started outwitting them, and I would bring them to a town. I, I would inevitably <laughs> come across trolls that were blocking my path. There's oh. a dragon trying to get me, and I let the dragon and the troll I, like I would hide, and the dragon and the trolls ended up killing each other. And I was like, yes. No, I always so brought it. Just like I brought it towards a town. If oh I, yes, you could do that too. Because the guards will start shooting. Them. Yes, mm-hmm. they'll help you. The, here's the thing that uh, well, I'm not sure if we mentioned this. We probably I don't think we did. This is the craziest thing about the, these games. Now there are people that don't die, but there is a huge amount of NPC characters which can give you quests which you can kill or get killed, yeah. and then you cannot get those quests. And that and sometimes you didn't mean for it to happen. Um, you know, I was in a town and a uh, dragon shows up. I was just walking through the town. The dragon shows up and I'm like, yeah, all right. And I kill the dragon. And then I get like a courier comes up and he goes, here, you, you're uh, you, somebody sent you a message. And it's like an uh, inheritance for somebody that just died. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oops, uh, sorry. But yeah, so, so you can, a lot of times you can just kill people. Now there are people that can't die because they are part of the story. You won't, you know, they don't want you totally to lose the... Like the, main the main quest but there's a lot of people you can just say you know what I'm tired of looking at your face and just <laughs> chop their head off or they just are killed by the dragon or they get killed if a dragon or shows up or like vampire werewolves or vampires um, yeah yeah you there's a you can just have people that no longer exist and then you move into their house no that's not what happens mm-hmm. you actually end up you buy your house and you can buy little houses oh god almighty there is so much in this game. There's also assassins that are trying to get you at the beginning of the game, and the assassins are different in Skyrim. They're like ninjas. Yes. And at first, I was like, "What the, what the heck? This guy!" And he's like flipping everywhere, and I felt like Indiana Jones, you know, <laughs> just shooting them with my arrows until he dropped. Just hit them with like light and lightning bolts or something. You know? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. The first time you encounter things, it's always like a surprise. Like, I don't know. I hope I'm not ruining it, but at one point. You, if you do anything with the companions, mm-hmm. have, did you do that? Quest oh yeah, line? I did it. Yeah, I, I didn't do it um, on future playthroughs because it's kind of annoying, uh, turning into what uh, the what you're going to talk about. But yeah, I did yeah, it. Yeah, but I did it. I like being that. Oh, so, I didn't like it. I I don't know. I I don't do it. You know, as I don't use the power a lot, but I like the. The uh, companions. So, and okay. I feel like yeah, most they were the they are they're cool. being pretty noble. So. Yeah, they are. They're, they're ba- they basically take the place of the fighters guild in this game. Mm-hmm. But they are cool. You're right. The the the, 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 uh, the companions are cool. I just, the, being a, a werewolf and not being able to be rested was is very annoying uh, because that kind of helps you. Yeah, you have to feed instead. Yeah, you have to feed, and um, there's also <clears throat> a vampire uh, in this game. Uh, there's two major um, expansions. There's Dawn Guard, right? And that's the vampire one. And I did not. I have not downloaded that one. Oh, really? I haven't played that yet. That is that is pretty cool. But you do have to be a vampire in it. Oh, you can't be who you are as a werewolf and fight the vampires. I think somehow I had to change into a vampire. I've only played through it. I haven't gotten to it again. My most recent playthrough. But being a vampire in this game is crazy. You're like you're like um. Bram Stoker's Dracula, like you're like that a big monster, you know, uh. you know, like that. It's crazy and like 
But you do have some pretty cool powers, and, it, and it's fun to kill people. Um, <laughs> it's easier, I mean. It's easier. But, um, yeah. The, 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 it's not the same as the other games where you're, like, kind of sickly as a vampire. You kind of have a little bit more benefit to being a vampire. But the Dawn Guard are these group of people who are vampire hunters. So, in the end of that whole thing, it's like, you know, yeah, you got rid of, like, this Count Dracula type dude who was, like, a vampire who had his own castle and everything. But, cool stuff. Oh, my gosh. I can't, I mean, you, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to, you know, I, I would say we should maybe link to some uh, trailers, maybe, to show people, like, sort of to have a frame of reference or let's look up on YouTube just like Skyrim playthrough or something to sort of see what it is but really the best way to actually you know get a sense of it is just to just to play it play it and I think now there's a there's an there's a Skyrim online right or Elder Scrolls online isn't there there is Elder Scrolls there's an MMO I was gonna get to that oh sorry no it's okay (laughs) no you're right You're, you're moving in the right direction there is a game called Elder Scrolls Online, which I have not played because um, it's not free to play. It's not free to play, so immediately I'm out because I I just know I won't spend enough time yeah. playing it. Which is what my problem was with like you know I did I think the last one I, I paid for that I just I dedicated time that I felt was worth it was World of Warcraft, which eventually you know I'm like I'm not playing anymore, so I canceled my subscription. Um. And I paid for, of course, I've paid for Knights of the Old Republic. I got Knights of the Old Republic and day it came out and paid for that I, for a while. Oh, you mean Old Republic? Uh, old Republic, sorry. Old Republic. I get those mixed up because it's the same yeah. universe. But yeah, pl- I bought Old Republic like the day it came out and paid for that. And I think the same thing with Star Trek Online. But eventually you just realize that it's just taking up too much time. And, yeah. Or you don't We're have the time. So More of a casual player. Yeah. So I I do Star Wars Online only. I, it, I do free-to-play. Right. So, I mean, and you can do it in, like, little blocks, too. But it's it's better for me not to get involved in that because it's immer- it's like it can suck it, suck all your <laughs> time up yeah. if you I can't do really, that. Yeah, I can't really comment on, on the Elder Scrolls Online. Although, although, although the only thing I can say is that to me, these games are, are uh, my sort of experience, and I really don't feel like having to grind uh, on their quests or have to be teamed up with other people or see a bunch of other people running around. And it just, I just, I don't know. It's not. I, I I understand why they're doing it because you know it's a it's a to try to generate some income for them, I guess. But I don't think I'm not sure how much Bethesda has to do with it. Um, but. There is an online game. I'm sure eventually it'll be free to play, and I'll probably try it out then. Um, but as of right now, I haven't tried it because I just don't, again, have the time. Uh, and I'm not spending the $15. Yeah. But, I mean, some of the videos look kind of cool. Um, I'm just not a big MMO guy anymore. I mean, I, I'll probably start playing Old Republic again just because it's Star Wars. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like to have... I like the character classes in it, like being a smuggler is a lot of fun, or bounty hunter, or whatever. Yeah. Um... So, I don't know, maybe I'll try that out someday. But um, Bethesda has a great track record in these kinds of games. So the other series they have that is similar to this is called Fallout. Um, And Fallout 3 uh, and Fallout uh, New Vegas are also games that are sort of like this, except now you're in a, you know, wasteland, like a dystopian future after, you know, atomic war. Um, But similar to this, open world, go out, find quests. Um... If you haven't played those, I recommend them. Same kind of game. <laughs> yeah. 
Have you played those before, Fallout? No, a lot of people have recommended yes, them, but I, I guess the, the concept doesn't so does not interest me, no, I, guess. I guess. Because, I mean, I would rather play, like, a Mass Effect type of game where, you know, it's not a dystopia. You mm. know, I don't like the disp- dystopian kind of storylines, I guess. Uh, I, I'm okay. I'm, I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I mean, basically, I just like that it's sort of this, it's the same sort of gameplay as Skyrim. Uh-huh. Um, or or the Elder Scrolls is you just you know again you go out have fun, and that game gives you a lot of options. You can really change the world in that game. You know you can destroy a town if you feel like it. <laughs> that will not be there. You can nuke a town. You can set the nuke this big un unblown up bomb in the middle of their town. You can just blow it up uh, if you if you do a certain thing in a quest, and that town is no longer there. You are a mean player. <laughs> no, I just like to see. I think I talked about Destruction. this. Destruction. That's no, what like to see. no. We talked about this in Mass Effect. I like to see the alternative options. I like to see. I'm very interested in how things turn out if you do things like the really bad way or a different way yeah. than, than what you maybe everybody's uh, sort of inclination is in these games. Is most people are going to want to do the good thing. I yes. feel. Well, so, not everybody, but no. But I think that in general. So, and I'm even that way. I'm always like, I try to be nice. But then it's like, it is kind of cool if you're on another playthrough to go, well, I, there is this other option. <laughs> it's in the game, so I want to oh, see what yeah. happens. You know, so then it's like, oh, no, but now I can't go back there. Now that guy's dead. Oh, the, you know. So it kind of, like, I feel like you sometimes. I get a little, like, sad. I'm like, oh. You know, I will say this. Uh, but in Skyrim, there are people you can't kill, and that is children. You cannot kill the children. Good. That's good. Yes, you can. Also, in some games, you can turn the violence off, but I don't think you could do that in these games. No. Like, you can, like, scale down the gore and stuff. So, if I play them, I have to make sure that my son is not home or <laughs> yeah. or awake. or A little off topic. He yeah. likes to watch games. My, my son does, too. And I've actually, my wife and I just had a discussion about this, about how, you know, th- I I agree with her, because you don't always know. Like, I'm playing a game, and all of a sudden, you know, the f word is like, oh, yeah. I'm like, what the, you know? I mean, I didn't know that this was going to be like. I know there's probably probably on the warning, but I don't even think about the warnings because I'm a 40 year old man. I mean, <laughs> but I was playing this game that's on the Xbox One called Sunset Overdrive, and I, I I go into the options in every game to sort of change things, and there was a profanity filter, and I was like. Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> so I can go in, I set that on, and now there's beeps. Okay, so it's a little bit, it's a goofy game anyway, so the beeps are kind of adding to it. Funny. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, why can't that be an option for a lot of, uh, every game? Because I now it's like, I can't play my Xbox ever. <laughs> you know what I think it is? And, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm a... Uh, maybe it's not true, but I, I, I wonder though if game... Game designers are, are actually the people who um, sell them, market them. They think that the people buying them are a younger crowd. Yeah. Who don't have children. They think they're all men. You know, it's like they don't really know their their market completely. It must be. Because, you know? It must be. I've been thinking about this. I've been giving a lot of thought to it. I would really love to have that option. Yeah. So what I have to end up doing is like turning the, vo- the, the, the voice volume like all the way down. So now I can't hear the game. <laughs> Hear at least to hear what they're saying because if I want to play during when my kids are away because I you know I don't stay up very late so if I want to get some gaming in I got to do it in the daytime 
um, on a weekend or something. So, yeah, it is a pretty... Skyrim is a lot more violent than the other two because you can, like, hack people's heads off and stuff. When yeah, you get, and it has, like, power power. Yeah, it's too, like a slow you motion and you whack the head. Especially with the axe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. You see the head go flying. And it gives you, like, the shot of the head sort of, like, flying away <laughs> off the body. If you feel good, I'm like, yeah. Don't mess with me. You know what I usually play Skyrim is, like, if I've had a particularly bad week and someone's made me angry or, you know, you get all your, your frustration. frustration out. Yeah, after today, after the day I had today, maybe I should do that. Yes. Take very, that. Very helpful. Yeah, then I won't, you know, drive up to um, my corporate office and do it myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so I recommend these games if you're into fantasy, if you're into um, creating your own version of a game which we which we are big on we've talked about this in mass effect how you can have your own shepherd and your own you know ending not really but you know your own sort of how you feel it should go the same thing in these games you know you, you can just choose your own adventure choose your own adventure you have your own life that you live in this game not literally but just sort of you know it's your own experience because like you said you like to do play a certain way and i'm like oh, i'll do the dark brotherhood i don't care I don't you know i'm you know so you don't get to see some of the cool stuff I've seen. You don't get my cool horse. It's a demon horse. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, recommend these games. And waiting for Elder Scrolls Six. I think they've actually sort of announced that they're that they are in the midst of kind of planning it, but not sure how how far they all are along in that process. But I mean, I can't imagine that it's not you know moving in some direction. These games are huge. Yes. Oh, and Bethesda, Bethesda did make one Star Trek game, by the way. Which one? Star Trek um, was Legends, right? It was the one with all the ships. You know, I didn't, I didn't play that. I heard, I kind of because they cost so much money. I listen to the reviews and choose which games are going to buy. You know, yeah. based on the reviews, and I heard that one wasn't that good. No, it was. It had. Um, uh, was it Legends? I'm trying to remember. I had it up on my shelf. I can't see it. No, I don't think it was called Legends. It was something else. Something along those lines. Uh, it was for the Xbox. It came out, I think, in 06, I want to say. I thought it was Legends. <clears throat> Isn't that the one that everyone voiced, like Patrick yes. Stewart was in it? And every- yeah, I think it was Legends. Okay. I think you're right. Yeah. It's Legacy. Legacy. Starts with an L. We yeah. were close. Yeah, very close. So, Star Trek Legacy. I didn't think it was it was great but there was a lot the coolest thing about that game was you got to like make your own you can do like these little battles and you can and, and the ship models in the game were really awesome and they all sort of played like you would think like if you if you're playing a defiant ship it could you could kind of do more moves with it um galaxy class did not move as quick but it was had a way more you know phasers and all that there was some good points to it but the gameplay was uh, in the main quest, in the main story, was a little bit difficult, and yeah, it was all voices. But you, it was um, it was an odd. I'll say this: it was an odd game. Um, but as Star Trek games go, it wasn't horrific. I've certainly played worse Star Trek games, but I will say the ships were very cool looking and pretty. And you could, like I said, stage these little battles um, and like have a Borg cube show up and just have a yeah. bunch of ships. Like you could have a Borg cube show up like a D Space Nine. And just have you know fight it. It, it was some there was some good points to it. I'm not gonna down it 100. percent I think you know it's it's like 
you can't get it anymore. It's out of print. So mm-hmm. good luck finding it. I have it. But I've had it for a while. So what's next? Which game are we going to do now? I know, right? We've done two big... The, some of the best games ever made. I don't know. What else uh, What else can there... There's well? Knights of the Old Republic. Right, but I now, think... that's a really old game. Right. That is now... Classic. Knights of the Old Republic was um, on the original Xbox. Yes. And that is... And PC, too. I and PC, PC, yes. I played it on the Xbox. Um Boy, I, that's got to be up there in my top five video games of all time. I, I'm playing the um, iPad um, port right now, and it is very well done. I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, me too. I yeah. do have a little bit of trouble with the controls, but I'm getting used to it. Because mm-hmm. you got to swipe, and you got to, like, uh, I'm not quite there yet. But it's so much fun to play that game, and knowing what I know now, and having a lot of fun, and remembering the characters, because it's been a while since I played that game. And you know what I like about it is I can I could take it to work and play it on my lunch break. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I'm gonna well, I'm bringing it on the airplane. I'm taking a trip uh, next month out west, and I'm gonna probably you know I'm bring my iPad with me, and I'll, I figure that'll keep me occupied, so I won't think about my flaming demise so much and crash. <laughs> uh, Don't say that. I have a fear of flying. I can't help. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'm afraid of heights, so yeah. flying naturally falls. Yeah, into I'm, I will have to be. I'm gonna have some some liquid. Uh, bravery juice <laughs> I think I'll need quite a bit so shake and not stirred so Jen we have um, a podcast that we do every now and then Wait, oh I have two well, you have two I only have one because <laughs> I'm a busy important man you retired from one of them not well it's sort of there was only one season of the show <laughs> so <laughs> there was really no need to continue it actually we do have one more if we're talking about the, uh, the Rag Tag Fugitive Fugit. podcast which um, was on the original Battlestar Galactica, which me and Rick Moyer did, who everybody who listens to this probably knows who that is. We do have this one episode needs to be done. And we keep every week, I text Rick and go, we need to finish our podcast, man. He's like, he's like, yeah, we'll do it this weekend. Of course, it never happens. It's funny. It's sort of a funny thing because maybe we just don't want it to end. But um, I did that one. You can actually go back and listen. We just kind of we what we did was you 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 were on one of them with us. We yeah. watched we watched an episode of the original BSG and sort of goofed on it or enjoyed it. Um, Jen and I and our friend Joe Mastroianni, Italian man like me, um, we do the Star Wars Stacks podcast. We just put one out um, as of this broadcast about two weeks ago uh, in response to the Star Wars trailer. Um, and we're going to be covering um, A New Dawn next. And then Tarkin. And then Tarkin. And maybe um, something for Christmas. We haven't quite decided yet. But So that's what we do uh, mm-hmm. every now and then. And it's Star Wars Stacks. Uh, you can find us on StarWarsStacks.com And Jen does her awesome podcast that she's very famous for famous oh yes <laughs> no i also do uh anomaly mm-hmm. with my my best friend angela so we've that shows like i think i've we started it eight years ago but it actually hit itunes seven years ago so yeah it's a lot of fun we we do uh, a lot of discussions on uh star wars star trek cosplay conventions we have a sister show called anomaly supplemental that uh sue and casey host and they do uh doctor who commentaries yes i love those 
cover all of the episodes as they come out. Mm-hmm. Angela and I, we're not as big a fan of that genre or that series, so we, you know, we can't cover that. But we wanted our audience to have, you know, that in the mix. So, yeah, we're glad that they do those. They do a great um, job. They do. So, and then, you know, you can find... We just put out our latest episode. We did... Um, we covered the Austin Comic-Con um, 2014 that we went to with Rico for the second year. Mm-hmm. And uh, then recently we just put out a uh, vidcast that's a reaction to the Star Wars trailer also. So, yeah. there. Um, it, it's funny because I just thought of this title after we did the Star Wars stacks. The... Um, <laughs> The reaction to the the teaser was uh, what we called nerd rage, and yes. I and I thought uh, the Force awakens a Sith storm of nerd rage. Uh, that, well, that was my title for one of my uh, blog posts that I did for movie pilots because it, it did it, it it certainly did. Okay. Yeah, uh, create well, a Sith storm. But you can find anomaly at anomaly Sith podcast. Storm. Yeah, see what I did there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I put this up on the Facebook page. Uh, I'm just going to throw my... I know we're going to be late on this by the time this one comes out, but, you know, the metal, it won't be cut through because if it's like those those guards with those staffs in Episode 3, the lightsabers didn't cut through them. So, you know, remember those guys? Yeah, the Emperor's guards. No, no, not the Emperor's guards. Uh, Dar- General Grievous's uh, guard oh, okay. droids. Yeah. They were battling them with those staffs, and you couldn't cut through them mm-hmm. with a lightsaber. So... Metal, that, that, that argument's over Maybe now. Maybe the hilt, yep, the hilt was made of that. Yeah, so. there you go. So that's over, guys. I've shut solved, it down. I've solved this. That's right, shut it down. <laughs> yep, I will say this about the, uh, keeping with the theme of this podcast. Um, I used to do the Ragtag Fugitive podcast, but then I took an arrow in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say in Skyrim. Everybody you come across yep. says, I used to be an adventurer like you, but I took an arrow in the knee. You're yep. like, hey. Okay, you're like the tenth person that have told me. But that. what I found out is, I think somebody said that that is like a sort of a euphemism for getting married. Ah. So, or there's also, uh, let me guess, someone stole your sweet roll. That one. <laughs> somebody says that a lot. There's a lot of funny um, little lines throughout the game, but I, I do. We recommend, as like we did Mass Effect, we recommend these games. And even if you're not familiar, if you're not familiar with these games and have no idea what we're talking about, well. I'm impressed that you listen to this podcast, but um, I know that at least a few of the people that we know have played these games. Um, I don't know what we're going to cover next. I don't know, but I know that we are probably due to do the uh, Star Wars tax at this point. Yes. <laughs> we are always running behind, but we are we 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 try and and uh, we, you know Rico um, lets us uh, pop in and we and I I think we decided last time to do Elder Scrolls and so as soon as there was an open thing I wanted to jump in here and uh, do it so thanks Rico for letting us do it I know Rico will be back next thanks, week thanks Rico yeah, yeah it's, it's always fun to do these yep so. and we had fun last time we did Rico's we were do, talking about conventions that was a fun one if oh yeah that's right if you haven't listened to that one we had a <laughs> we had a fun we had a fun chat about conventions um yeah, <laughs> let me yeah. just let me just say my Avery Brooks story. Um, it, um, it it won the podcast. It had well, and it just it just wins my life. So <laughs> people, I, I, nobody believes it's real. It's real. My wife and I can attest, and she says, "Did you tell the whole story?" I said, "I told the whole story." 
I did. There's nothing to, to leave out of that. No, it was a good, good chat. We wanted to talk about conventions for a long time, and that was fun to do. It's always fun to do this, and uh, it's always fun to hang with with uh, Jen, my erstwhile. It's erstwhile. It's probably a wrong word. Anyway, no. she's. What did we we determined this before? What is sometime? Huh? I was gonna say erstwhile co-host, but that's not the yeah. right word. No, it's not because it's, it means like I'm I, you, I'm I used to be your co-host. My occasional anyway. Thanks to Jen, my occasional co-host uh, when we get around to doing Star Wars Dax. We're going to work on that. If anybody, if any of you, uh, there's like probably about four of you that might know what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> we're going to try to be better at that. Rico gets a podcast out every week. God bless him. And this yes. is one of them. Thanks for listening to Trex and Sci-Fi, guys. We're going to take off, and um, we will see you next time. And Rico will be here next week. <laughs> <laughs>